Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Well, as promised on Talk of the Town today, we've got Jessica Potter back in from the Blue Earth County Historical Society, as promised, because I talked about the fact on my morning show and here before that you're going to be joining me again oh, this week. Oh, thank you. It's your week. Thank so you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm get, excited to be here. We're going to talk about all things history and Woo-hoo! everything that's going on at the Historical Society as we're... It was your... Uh, Valentine's Day good. It was was. heading into March. We don't celebrate it. No, we had uh, spaghetti and meatballs kind of channeling the whole lady in the tramp thing. Oh, that's cute. We didn't like nobody like did suck the noodles in. No, but I'm like, well, that that seems like a Valentine meal. It does. I actually went out for Valentine's dinner with um, Charlie, who works here at Radio Mankato. because. Uh, we were both alone on Valentine's Aww. Day. Yeah, my husband had hockey, so oh. we decided we're going to go out. For, it's, it was Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, oh, so we went out yeah. for Mexican food. There you go. It worked. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's a friend's day, too. Yeah. Um, and then tonight, well, it's a Thursday tonight, so we have Galentine's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galentine's is at the, it's for Akeda. It's a fundraiser, so we're going to be at the Capitol Room in St. Peter. Beautiful. It is a beautiful space, and what a great event. Yeah. I mean, what a great cause to support, and um, yeah, I, I love it. I love that they came up with that as their event, um, and it's celebrating everything everything about love, yeah. honestly. Friendships. And, yeah, and, friendships yeah. and love and taking care of each other and... It's awesome. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that tonight. But uh, And then I get to spend this afternoon with you. So Yay! thanks for coming in. Thank you. I saw this, um, and I was having a conversation with somebody who was talking about the mapping project mm-hmm. that was going on in Mankato. Um, so when I saw that we were going to be talking a little bit about Jim Crow and Blue Earth County, I thought, well, this is really interesting. The mapping project is not done yet, so I have Correct. not done a talk of the town on it, but Correct. I'm, I'm waiting to get the people in the studio. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a big project. So it's it started... Um, I want to say that it started even before, I'm almost sure that it started before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so what it is, it's a, it's a called Mapping Mankato is the, the project and it's Mapping Prejudice in Greater Mankato. And so it, that it, by itself, you're just like, uh, what, what does that mean? And, and the title, we, we have a presentation coming on Saturday at one o'clock at the History Center. It's free. Um, and it, the title of the program is Jim Crow in Blue Earth County Researching Housing Discrimination in Mankato's History. So the Mapping Prejudice Project is um, mapping uh, areas of Mankato that had real estate covenants um, on properties. So what that was is they, the, so the Jim Crow laws were, you know, separating um, uh, anybody on it. It could, it was immigrants, but we know it mostly for African-Americans, but it could be immigrants of color as mm-hmm. well. Um, separating um them to live in certain areas of town that or re- restricting their access to live in another right. part of town. And so they would actually put that on a real estate covenant um, on so like on your title of your house mm-hmm. or your abstract. And it would say that this, this property, this house, this property cannot be sold to someone of color. Yeah. And, um, and we walk around thinking, well, that never happened yeah, here. Why exactly. would that happen here? But, but it did. And it, it wasn't too long ago. Right. Right. And so, um, there was a, a project up in the Twin Cities where they kind of dug into it and discovered that, wow, these are still on the on the books. They're still on the records for these properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this happened here 
type of thing, which is like, wow, this happened here. Um, and so that uh, got a group of people together, um, really based out of the out of Minnesota State University, Mankato. Um, the history department is taking a big lead on this um, to really ask that question. Well, is that something that is is still on the books here in the greater Mankato area? And um, and so through lots and lots of research, I mean, this isn't just a, you can't Google it and find the answer. This is a lot of research. Mm-hmm. They're spending time um, looking through uh, land records at the county courthouse. Um, they're really digging in deep to find out because um, this is this is a, a clause, you know, in, right. in your in your documents. So, I mean, they're really combing through things. And so they have definitely discovered that there are areas or pockets where um, some of these covenants were put onto um, properties. And so that was just like phase one of this project is to kind of discover this. And and as they've they've brought this to light, there's been so many different groups that have come along and they, they've been asking a lot of the similar questions and and I was just on a, on a meeting with somebody yesterday and, I, and they were working on a similar project I'm like well do you know about this project mm-hmm. so I mean this is a really um, it's becoming a very big conversation um, and the project will eventually I think there's there's goals for what it could eventually become but um, so now they're collecting a lot of the data and then eventually they've pulled in like the geography department. And so then they're going to start actually mapping it start showing some patterns, start having some of those conversations about, you know, um, do we do we take these things off? Do they stay on the books? I, you know, I don't know where it's all going to go. Um, so they are still very much in the midst of collecting data and um, and understanding the data, mm-hmm. understanding what they've got. So on Saturday um, at 1 p.m. at the History Center, um, Dr. Angela Jill Cooley, she's an associate professor of history at MSU, and one of her students, Olivia Johnson, they um, will be at the History Center to talk about this community project, and um, they'll they'll be able to tell you the the background of it, where where they're at, what the different phases are, what they hope is going to happen next. Um, it's just going to bring a lot of community awareness to their project. Right. Um, but it's been really interesting if you if you go if you search um, mapping Mankato project um, like online on the history department's website, you'll see the whole like journey that they've been on. And it's, it's a beautiful thing because along the way you can see all of these different community partners join forces. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just become, it's become quite a community effort. And the historical society is, is proud to be part of it. Um, we have uh, we've we have a staff person that's been involved in the project since the very beginning, and we we try to help the students however we can with um, how to do the research that they're doing. And um, we've we've had conversations about this becoming some kind of a public exhibition, right? To be able to you know really let everybody digest it and see it and understand it. And, and so, like, what are the ramifications of it today as we live and try to move forward? Exactly, exactly. I mean, some of us it could be. Um, on our abstracts and on our titles and we don't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. So it's a way that we're kind of perpetuating it, but it's just because, I mean, honestly, except for history geeks, who reads their abstract? Right. You know, who goes into Oh the- my gosh, I... <laughs> For my old house, I did. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It was interesting. It is but interesting. History geeks. So. Yeah, history geeks. Um, so there's a. I mean, it, we could be. I could be perpetuating it without even knowing it. Right. Um, with where my house is built. So, um, there's. It's just a really interesting community question. Um, 
And obviously, when we leave old laws on the books, um, instead of actually taking an active approach to to deal with them and say, okay, that was appropriate in 1850, but it's not appropriate today. Right. Like those crazy laws. Yes. Like we can't, you know, tie a horse in front of this yes. building or whatever. Yes. Instead of just letting it stay on right. the books, like let's deal with it mm-hmm. and clean up what we actually, because I think by leaving it there, we're kind of acknowledging like, well, that was okay. You yeah. know, or it's still okay. Well, it's not really okay. So and by removing it or changing it or mm-hmm. dealing with it. Uh, there we're creating history there too. Right. Like this is a point in time where we said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, I I am not personally part of the project, so it's not. Um, I don't know a ton about like what they've been uncovering. Um, but I mean, I've, I it's just really interesting to see how many different different groups and different disciplines at the university are all kind of coming together. Um, and, and yeah, and like I said, it was very random. I was having a conversation with someone else. They're, they were talking about doing the same thing. I'm it's like, so Wait. funny that because I was having a conversation about this and, and then you come here and we're talking about yeah. it again. So yeah. I mean, people are buzzing about it. They are. And so if you are interested in this project, um, whether you just want to know where it's at or if you want to learn how you can be part of the research and the documentation, um, please, 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 please consider joining us on Saturday, February 18th at 1 p.m. at the History Center. This is free, open to the public, um, a great opportunity to learn about a community project and how you might be able to be involved. Jessica Potter with the Blue Earth County Historical Society, our guest on Talk of the Town today. So we talked about uh, Saturday, February 18th. You've got your Jim Crow in Blue Earth County um, and talking a a little bit about the mapping project. But there's a meeting coming up, Mm -hmm. the annual meeting, and that's a big one for any organization when they have their annual meeting. A lot of work gets done Mm -hmm. there. Yep. So our annual meeting, um, we are a member supported organization. So, excuse me, it is important for us to report to our membership every year, basically the status of the organization, um, our financials, what programs we're doing, are we meeting our mission, those types of things. So um, our annual meeting is Sunday, March 5th at 1 p.m. It's free. Um, It's open for our members to attend. Um, So we're asking our members to register just so we know how many people are coming. Um, If you're not a member, we'll tell you how you can become one. Mm -hmm. Um, But the annual meeting will be actually held at Lincoln Community Center. Okay. Um, We have been doing a lot of work with Lincoln um, in in honor of their centennial this year. And so uh, we thought it was quite fitting to be able to be in a centennial, 100-year-old building for our um, our annual meeting. I like that. Yeah. And so after the meeting, the business portion of the meeting is done, then uh, we will be giving some, some self-guided and guided tours of the building. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to um, both learn a little bit more about what has been happening with, the, or with our organization, but also to see... A wonderfully preserved building and how it is being reused in um, new but same ways. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really fun thing. Um, if you are not a member of the Historical Society, but you're really curious to know more about us, please go on our website, um, our Facebook page. Um, but if you are interested in joining and becoming a member and being part of the work that we do, um, you can check that all out online as well. Our website is Blue Earth countyhistory.com and then speaking of Lincoln you are doing some tours of the school uh, self-guided ones Mm -hmm. too yep so the second Wednesday of every month um, the 
Lincoln Community Center is open to the public from 2 to 4 p.m. And during that time, um, the Historical Society, in partnership with the Mankato Area Public Schools Community Education and Recreation Department. I just had Melanie in here the other day. Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, together, we are um, we're working on these self-guided tours of Lincoln um, Community Center. And so it seems like a, it seems odd the second Wednesday of every month. What? Um, that is an early release day for mm. Mankato Area Public Schools. And Lincoln Community Center is still an active school. Right. Um, the the uh, Central High School is based out of that building, as well as there's a lot of um, preschool programs that are based out of that building. So to have the building open to the public when school is in session is not really safe for the students. Right. And so because there is an early release day those days, then it gives us the opportunity to have it open for the for every for the general public to walk through. Of course, it is a public building, but we want to remember we got to respect the 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 safety of our students. Mm-hmm. So um, second Wednesday of every month, March, April, and May. So during the school year, um, you can take advantage of these self-guided tours at Lincoln. And then it's free, um, open to the public. You don't have to pre-register anything. You just um, show up. And if you have questions, you can definitely give us a call at the History Center. We're happy to answer any questions. Do the self-guided tours, is it uh, like a piece of paper that we pick up when we go in? Or are we listening to something? How does that work? Yeah, so right now we we just did our first one last week. And um, we have a map. We created a map for people to kind of go to different stops. And at those different stops, we have some historical information posted that you can learn along the way. Um, a lot of people went to school there, they taught there, so they kind of want their own path, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. There's some areas that are a little bit more off limits just because there still is business happening there. Sure. Um, but the the staff at Lincoln have just been, they've embraced this. They love hearing the stories of where they work. So they are very excited to have people in the building for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then uh, a member of the Historical Society is there to answer some questions okay. as well. That was my next question. Yep. Yeah. And, um, but then the staff is there to answer questions about how the building's being used today. So they're, and, they're aware that people are going to be walking yeah. around. Yep. Okay. Yep. And this all ties, of course, to our exhibit, which is celebrating Lincoln's history. And that exhibit is at the Blue Earth County History Center. Um, that's on display until the end of May. Um, so if you want to go see the Lincoln Community Center, you know, see how it's being used. And then if you want to come to the History Center and see some of the artifacts in the photographs and the memories that we've collected and put on display, that exhibit is free and open to the public. Very cool. All right. Uh, Young historians are meeting in person, so they're able to gather and hang out. Yeah, Young Historians is, um, that's a a labor of love, I think I can call it. Um, We started this program back in 2002 and uh, that was one of my passions was to work with the little kids and, and to explore history with them. And so we've made some transitions with this and I am, uh, I'm back in the driver's seat with Are young you? historians. Okay. So I, it's fun. I've been, I've been enjoying it. So, um, this is a hands-on history workshop for school-age kids. Um, it happens the second Saturday of every month, and it's free. Um, we ask that people register, pre-register so we know if we have enough craft supplies or food supplies, whatever we're going to be doing that day. Um, but it is a great way for kids to explore history. Um, I know that there are so many little history geeks out there, and that just doesn't, you know, a, a, a typical school experience you really can't explore history Mm -hmm. like we can because we don't have to follow curriculum we we can just dig in Mm -hmm. um and so it's a fun way for kids and families um 
to be able to experience it together last um, this past week, last weekend, um, we talked about pioneers. And um, so we had uh, the families that brought their kids stayed, which I love. Mm -hmm. And so together we were all learning about the pioneers and there's an activity we do where we all need to get into a covered wagon and it didn't, all the parents participated. They got in the covered wagon (laughs) and I mean, it was fantastic. So it's a great way to learn about history together. And so this next month on March 11th, um, the the program runs from 10 to noon. It is one of those, like you come at 10 and we try to, we're wrapped up by noon. So it's a two hour um, experience. And we are going to be talking about 20th century immigration. Um, Another way to think of it is Ellis Island. Okay. Okay. Coming into the mm -hmm. coming into Ellis Island, and uh, this is a very interactive um, program. That's all I can say. Um, It is one of my favorite ones that we've done in the past, and so this will be a very interactive experience um, to visit Ellis Island and to learn about what it would have been like to be an immigrant from another country coming to the United States through Ellis Island. Oh wow! So um, this is a great opportunity for your little people but also for adults um you know bring your bring if you need to you just you know find some child in your neighborhood to bring <laughs> get um, permission first it's like when you want to go see you know those animated movies in the movie theater oh what kid can i take yeah. you know this is that opportunity but it is open to anybody and um so please check that out on saturday march 11th 10 a.m. till noon. All right. And free second Saturdays are new. This is brand new. So um, we realize that there are a lot of people who maybe have been to the History Center or haven't been to the History Center. And so we want to just open our doors wide open. And so for this year, we are going to have free second Saturday. Nice. So um, we've got our Young Historians program. So families can come and, and spend the morning with us. And then our museum and Research Center are also going to be open. So we hope to be very busy on the second Saturday of every month. Um, So no admission is charged that day. If you need to leave money behind in our gift shop, we will gratefully accept it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all free. It's all free. Um, So the museum, you can check that out, uh, where we really focus on the history of Blue Earth County. Um, But we also will have an activity of sorts going on, and there could be a game, it could be a craft. Um, We have a discovery lab, which is a hands-on space for kids if they've ever wanted to uh, try a rotary telephone or if you want to show them how to use a rotary telephone. Um, so fun things for them to engage with and interact with. And we'll also have somebody in that space to kind of lead activities. And then our research center is also going to be open on the free second Saturday. Um, and so if you are a researcher, family history, or if you just love local history, um, and every month they are going to dig into something a little bit different. Um, so in March, they are going to highlight one of our resources, which is our social notes. Those were kind of the gossip columns that ran in the newspaper in the early oh, 1900s. Fun. Um, and so they're going to talk about that resource, but they're also going to have um, on hand um teaching or opportunity to learn how to use microfilm in your research. (laughs) So if you've never run a microfilm reader, you don't understand why. Like, oh, if it's not on Google, I must not need it. Oh my gosh, that takes me back to college, right? (laughs) Exactly. And so they're going to give people um, a little bit of a lesson or a hands-on opportunity to learn how to use microfilm in your research and why you would want to use microfilm. So even if you aren't researching in Blue Earth County, 
um, our research center is there to help you kind of navigate, okay, well, these are the resources you might want to check out or this, have you gone here? Have you gone there? So, you know, don't, don't feel like if it's not Blue Earth County related that you can't reach out to us because we're happy to help. Where do we go to find more information from you or check out the Surrounded by History podcast that you do here on KTOE on the weekends? Well, you should just come down to the History Center, right? That should be number one. And that's located at 424 Warren Street in downtown Mankato. Otherwise, um, there's a ton of information on our website, and that's blueearthcountyhistory.com. Um, but yeah, stop by, check us out. So we're happy to, to chat anytime you come in. So much to do at the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Jessica, thanks for coming in. Good to spend some time with you. Thank you. Have a great day.